Hi, my name is John. And my name's Chris. And, and this, this is Stay on, on Target. Hey, everybody, welcome to Stay on Target. We are your hosts. You can find us online at stayontargetpodcast.com. That's right, John. This week we are reviewing WandaVision. WandaVision. Officially, the entire series is yeah. over and we will talk about it. Yeah. I mean, it was the, uh, you know, the final episode was was called the series finale. So, like, yep, that's it, man. No more. It's gone. That's it. Um, like, if they, if it, you know, yeah, that's it. If they, if they come up with another season of this thing, they're just gonna have to just call it something else. Come yeah, I mean, name. I don't think they, I don't think they will do another series. I, I mean, definitively, like calling it the series finale, and then like, you know, whatever this is is going into is, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll dig in, we'll dig in, man, we'll, we'll right, go, we'll right. go for it. Um, but Chris, what yeah. have you been up to this week? Oh man, this week. Oh, I, I got to think here. Um, I haven't been up to uh, a lot. Uh, um, really, the only thing entertainment-wise that's new uh, is I uh, started the second season of Sinner on Netflix, and so far it is, uh, it's almost just as good as the first season. I, you say almost is that just because you haven't finished it it's like oh it's gonna be like it's, i mean it's shaping up to be it's but shaping just up as to be, good yeah, exactly like it's gotcha. just as intriguing like it's just a, it's a different story you know obviously but like mm. you know the mm-hmm. first one had was had so many first season had so many twists and turns and was mm. uh such a good like whole package i just don't know if this one will they'll lend the plane but like these cr- i mean i'm two two episodes in and already they're like, what? They're like, maybe like, yeah. oh, I can't, I don't even know what's yeah. happening. What's going on? Like they just pull back these layers and like the layers go places that you're like, I didn't even see that one coming. Mm, I dig it. I dig it. I mean, it's, it's the, uh, the lost effect where you're like, there's no possible yeah, way honestly. that it can get more intriguing than season <laughs> one of lost. And then season yeah. two happens and you're like, there's polar bears. You're kind of hitting the nail on the head there with that lost reference because it is those kind of like twists where you're like, holy cow, like <laughs> it makes sense, but I didn't even see it coming. Right, right, right. Where you're like, oh, how did, like, how is this so perfect? How is this twist yeah. so perfect that it yes. works? Yes. You know, of course, with lost, like you, you know, you could leave with just so many things hanging by the end of it, but you know, and just be like, ah, we're never going to be able to tie up all those loose ends. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> We're we're now making you know something with uh with fringe, you know. Just, yeah, yeah. Just, that's what the type of that's the type of garment television garment that we're making. I don't know what kind of an <laughs> television you know, garment. Anal- yeah, <laughs> analogy I'm making. <laughs> but you know how like there's like the jackets that have like the the like fringe on it where there's like it's you know it looks like you're running really fast all the time because there's this yeah, trail yeah. of like I, a thousand mini mini capes coming from your <laughs> arms. What are we talking about? Yeah, like fringe. Like you're talking like a country western fringe on like a denim jacket or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like or like like a leather uh, jacket. You know, like a suede leather jacket with a bunch of fringe all over it. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. You know, it's that's that's what. What are we talking? I don't understand. What 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 is what is that? Oh, because of all the loose ends. Yes. Man. All right. Yeah, that was a stretch, (laughs) but. I get it Why? now. I understand. <laughs> Chris, All right. question well, is, Chris, d- yeah. is your life any different now that you understand? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. 
Uh, it was the most roundabout joke that I've heard in a while. It was pretty bad. Let's be honest. <laughs> oh, man. What have you been up to this week? <laughs> oh, man. Besides making bad jokes. <laughs> Besides coming up with strange analogies between television and making a garment. I don't know. Anyway, um, uh, not a whole lot. Like just because it's like we've had a we've had a lot of real life things happening this week, and so I haven't had a ton of time for like uh, any entertainment that sort of thing. So nice. Okay, but all right. You know, finished uh, finished the old Wand Division. I'm very excited for uh, for Justice League next week. Um, I did hear <laughs> over the weekend on Sunday or something like that that like a a, a lar- lar- relatively large group. Of uh, HBO Max users were attempting on Sunday morning to oh, watch I saw this. Tom and Jerry, um, which I still need to watch, but to watch Tom and Jerry and didn't get Tom and Jerry, they got the Snyder Cut. Which is kind of amazing, honestly. Like, if, I, if that happened to me, I would be like, yes, I can't believe it's happening. Unless you're like a, you know, like a six year old kid or something like that, being like, I wanted the Tom and Jerry. What the, where's the kitty cats? Where's the cartoon cat and mouse? I mean, like, if you're putting it on for your child and they're going to watch Tom and Jerry, then all of a sudden you get an R-rated Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's That's pretty just shocking. Like not what you, not what you want. I feel like the back end of uh, of HBO Max must be a mess. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, I, it's got to be like I don't know something. I mean, it's not like they uploaded the wrong file. It's like I don't know who knows what happened. It's just like, yeah, like somehow they got crossed. I mean, yeah, somehow like this thing got patched. You know, somebody's at the patch bay in uh, you know, sitting there being like, "Oh no, Tom and Jerry got patched in over here on Snyder Cut, and the Snyder got got patched to to Tom and Jerry." I don't know, or maybe they just like uploaded whenever they uploaded the file, it was just named the same. You know, Tom and Jerry. Yeah, yeah. Tom possibly. and Jerry, the Snyder Cut. You know, just it's the Snyder Cut of Tom and Jerry. <laughs> yeah, it's the R cut of. <laughs> Tom and Jerry get into this big fight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. And then uh, and then somebody has to come in and like break it up, you know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Tom um, wears his, oh, his cool. black suit, you know? Yeah. Um, we uh, So we'll be talking about... Uh, we need, do need to review Tom and Jerry. Maybe next week we'll review Tom and Jerry. Well, next um, week is a Snyder Cut, Chris. It comes out on Thursday, and there's no way possible. I'm watching four hours wait, of wait, uh, wait. Justice League Doesn't after work. Doesn't it come out this, this Thursday? No, no, you mean you mean yesterday, tonight? No. Yeah, like I thought it oh, comes out like the eighteenth, no. I think. Here, let me pull it up. I was looking at it earlier. You're right. It to, does. I'm completely yeah, wrong. So it comes out on Thursday when we record this. So, so I would have to uh, watch all that that day. That's probably not happening. Yeah, yeah. Until the weekend. Mm, mm, definitely. Yeah, I mean, four hours yeah. like that late at night. There's no possible way. <laughs> yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah, maybe Tom and Jerry next week, and then maybe uh, maybe we do you know Snyder Cut the week after that. There's also yeah. going to be uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier uh, premiere at some point here that we'll have to I know, to, I'm super pumped about that. About. I don't know. When does that happen? Because I keep seeing it just, like the commercials just say, coming soon. Yeah, so it was supposed to be um, like a couple weeks after, let me look it up, uh, a couple weeks after WandaVision was over, like there was going to be like maybe one or two weeks of nothing Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe, and then it was like literally every week from then until the end of the year, there was some sort of a uh, MCU thing. Um, let's see, Falcon and Winter Soldier, let's see what the release date is, it says, it says first episode is on march 19th so right (laughs) 
right after the Snyder Cut. So, like, you know, so that's on Friday, a week from tomorrow. Oh, dang. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, probably 4 a.m. or whatever it is on that Thursday, which is, like, the worst possible time to drop anything. Because, like, I have to ignore everything. Like, and, and you know, if somebody, like, comes to talk to me, I'm like, oh, yeah, I don't, haven't, haven't seen WandaVision. Like, just get texts from people being like, have you seen WandaVision yet? And I'm like, ah! Because they, you know, woke up on early on a Friday morning, and I did not. So... I know it happens all, every week. I just stay off of social media on those Fridays. Yeah, it's like I mean, it just feels like the worst possible time to upload any new show. And I, I mean, I know Star Wars, like Mandalorian, did the same thing, but it's just not convenient. <laughs> Who is no, it convenient no, for? Not at all. Um, all right. Well, we'll, we'll review um, WandaVision from Disney Plus here in a second. But first, the news. <laughs> The news, John. The um, news. Okay, so there was uh, there were some announcements today, some games coming to Game Pass, and you have that for us. I do, in fact, have that for us. It is 20 games coming to Game Pass from, uh, I guess, publisher or previous... I mean, yeah, publisher Bethesda, um, Bethesda Game Studios. So those games are... Um, there's a big list of them here and they're coming to like literally if you're listening to this they're on game pass right now and uh and so you know anyway it's dishonored dishonored 2 doom doom 2 doom 64 doom 3 doom eternal fallout new vegas fallout 4 fallout 76 prey which i'm excited about rage 2 elder scrolls 3 morrowind Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, Elder Scrolls 5, Skyrim, Elder Scrolls Online, The Evil Within, Wolfenstein the New Order, Wolfenstein the Old Blood, Wolfenstein Young Blood, and that is it. So yeah. And so they also said like in in there that the uh a handful of those games will benefit like eventually benefit from with a pr- frames per second boost uh on the xbox series x and s um and they'd have more to talk about like on which games within there soon um and i would assume that's just based on like which ones were kind of programmed originally with the scalable frames uh per second um so yeah i'm, it, I'm very intrigued by like elder scrolls morrowind chris this is an old game old old game but it was supposed to come to dreamcast or whatever and i remember back in the day watching the disney channel on cable and they would have like disney channel stars sit down with develop the developer of morrowind and be like you mean i can walk from one end of the the map to the other how long would that possibly take and they're like it would take about 12 hours straight and it's like and i remember as my little you know child being oh man it's amazing it's such a large video game um but like it's just like thinking about like playing that game now that i never really experienced back in the day um just because like i I, we never got that game um is fascinating to me it's just like gonna be an interesting look into like the history of bethesda games and open world games i guess uh just in and of itself yeah, what's crazy about that list? I mean, that's an awesome. Like, that's a, a, a lot of great games, um, and I'm excited for them to be on uh, Game Pass. And probably most of them are going to be on there for, uh, I mean, permanently, just because Bethesda is now uh, part of Xbox Game Studios officially. Um, right, right. 
It's interesting, though, that there are games missing from that list. So, like, you know, The Evil Within was on there, but not The Evil Within 2. Or, mm. um, you know, you mentioned uh, before we got on air, there's one of the Wolfenstein games that, or expansions that's not on there. It's like one of the standalone $30 expansions, basically. Sure, yeah. Is not, yeah, is yeah. not on that list, which is weird to me that, like, some of them would be there and some wouldn't, especially, like, games yeah. that, like, those, neither one of those games are new, you know, not, um, not even in the past, past couple of years. Right, um, right. Well, I mean, there, and there like are newer the games on there. Yeah, the Wolfenstein thing. It's just like, yeah, there's like a, a brand new like game on there that, whereas like now there, you know, there's something that's you know just it's not on there. It came out years ago. It's like I don't know, you know, that yeah. seems strange to me. Unless there's some kind of like contractual obligation. So I'm going to read another article. Um, but unless there's some kind of like contractual obligation to some other service that keeps them from being on. Uh, Game Pass for now. Like that's the only thing I can think of that would possibly do that. Interesting. That's yeah. That's an interesting thought. Um, yeah, and the, the whole the whole of the event. Like I watched some clips from it. I didn't watch the whole thing, but uh, like the the clips from it that I saw, it's, it was like a round table thing with uh, with you know some of the the folks from Bethesda and then you know uh, some of the folks from Xbox. And they talked a lot about like how they would interface with each other and how they can share technology and how like the it, it basically the Xbox Game Studio family helps Bethesda games. And then what does Bethesda games bring to the table for the Xbox Game Studio you know Studio family of mm. Of, of developers and I thought that was all super fascinating to uh to to hear about and it just like reinforces to me where it's like man it's it's very cool the direction that um Xbox has gone whenever they've like acquired these studios of like hey you can do your own thing you can also talk to any of our other uh developers and share technology and like whatever you know whatever this you know thing looks like um even like they mentioned they referenced that the uh Doom Eternal engine or whatever that they might end up using that on some other Xbox game studios uh games because it's just so uh capable in a first person shooter perspective so anyway Uh, just an interesting talk yeah i want to um read an article this is from uh the verge xbox boss says microsoft's bethesda deal was all about exclusive games for game pass so some backstory i mean whenever uh, microsoft bought bethesda um i mean bethesda was a third party um uh publisher and so there are a lot of people who are like i hope this doesn't mean everything goes exclusive well too bad for you um (laughs) (laughs) this is uh an article by tom warren microsoft completed its 7.5 billion dollar bethesda acquisition earlier this week and initially hinted that some new titles in the future uh quote some new titles in the future end quote, would be exclusive to Xbox and PC players. That some language left some wiggle room for the possibility of future Bethesda titles to appear on Sony's PlayStation 5, Nintendo Switch, or elsewhere. Now, Microsoft's Xbox chief, Phil Spencer, is making it very clear why the company paid $7.5 billion for Bethesda. Xbox Game Pass. Speaking during a Bethesda and Xbox Roundtable event today, Spencer revealed that Xbox Game Pass is at the heart of the Bethesda deal. Quote, if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great exclusive games for you to ship on platforms where Game Pass exists, end quote. Said Spencer, quote, that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building, end quote. It's not a surprising admission, as it has been obvious Microsoft has been gearing up for a different kind of Xbox future with with this Xbox Game Pass subscription push, but hearing it directly from the head of Xbox makes it even clearer that Xbox Game Pass is Microsoft's true next-gen Xbox. 
This doesn't mean that Bethesda games will suddenly disappear from other platforms. In fact, it's the opposite. Uh, quote, there's contractual obligations that we're going to see through, as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players, and we love these communities, and we'll continue to invest in them, end quote. Microsoft and Bethesda only cleared the deal recently, so it's too early for any game announcements. But questions remain over Bethesda's new and upcoming Starfield title, and even the recently announced Indiana Jones game. Will these both be exclusive to Xbox and PC? We simply don't know yet. Spencer did mention that, quote, even in the future, there might be things that have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that will go do, end quote. So there could potentially be new Bethesda games appearing on non-Microsoft platforms. What's clear is the long-term goal is for Bethesda to create exclusive games that will only be available on platforms where Xbox Game Pass is supported. At the moment, that's Xbox consoles, Windows PCs, Android phones, and soon iOS devices via the web. Here's Spencer's full statement on Bethesda exclusivity. Quote, so obviously I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that's not true. There's contractual obligations that we're going to see through, as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go support those games on the platforms they're on. There's communities of players, and we love those communities, and we'll continue to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be things that have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go do. But if you're an Xbox customer, the thing I want you to know is that this is about delivering great, exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. That's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership that we're building. So that's pretty clear, um, John, yeah. that uh, there's, uh, I mean, at least for the near term, yeah, it's a lot, they're not going to you know, take games mm -hmm. off of other platforms, but sure. the future is exclusive games to uh, Xbox Game Pass. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is, like, to, the thing that I thought was, like, okay, well, that, it may even be a few years before all this, like, happens, like, before everything is exclusive, but, like, the end goal, like, the end goal is to eventually have only exclusive the games to Game Pass, like where, hey, if this is a, if, you know, if this is a game that we're putting out, we're not like putting it out for sixty dollars on PlayStation and then also over here on Xbox Game Pass. Um, it's all about like, hey, we need these exclusive games for Game Pass, um, which is fascinating to me. Like it's a, it's just a taking this something like you know a de the developer of the Elder Scrolls, like Skyrim, or like uh, you know these these games that uh that have been multi-platform forever. And then turning around and like being like, okay, well, we're all like, they're all only exclusive to this platform now is just like such a like fascinating and strange move. Um, I guess it's similar to like whenever um, Spider-Man, like with the, that developer, whenever Sony like makes deals Insomniac. with, you know, Insomniac and then ends up buying Insomniac. Um, you know, because it's like Insomniac made uh, one of the best Xbox One launch titles um, of Sunset Overdrive, and it's like, and then they turn around and like now they basically are tied up forever with uh, with PlayStation. So it's it's a similar thing to that, and so it kind of is a, you know, it's it's a bummer for people who only play on you know one platform or the other whenever these big deals are made. Like if you're uh, uh, like somebody who's like, ah, man, I can't like go buy an Xbox or I don't have a PC to play on or whatever. It's like, and, and you're also like a super big fan of some of these uh, Bethesda games. It would be a big bummer. Um, but you know, that that's the move. That's the, that's the play that they've got. And that's what they're, what they're rolling with. So it's just fascinating, man. Yeah. I mean, um, it's kind of just the nature and, and it's weird. We've been talking kind of like uh, over the past few years, 
a lot of these there's a lot of developers just getting bought by either Microsoft, mainly Microsoft, mm-hmm. but then also Sony. And there's not a mm-hmm. lot of like new ones popping up in its place. And so like it's kind of it feels like things are kind of just getting polarized. If you're not EA, Activision, or Ubisoft, mm. then you're getting you're getting bought by one of the platform holders, and you're going to end up being exclusive to that platform. Um, yeah. For for people like you and me, where who like play on both platforms and have both consoles, like I don't have a PS5 yet, but I, I will by the end of this year probably. Like once, yeah. once I can actually get my hands on one, John. Yeah, it's like earlier this week. I didn't I, I sent you like a link yeah. or whatever, and it was like it was like you know nineteen minutes just kept late. Not and working. It was just like all of a yeah. sudden, it was just like oh no, nothing, nothing. You know. Yep. Um, and so uh, uh, it doesn't affect you and me the most, but like for people who sure. like, I mean, there's a lot of people out there who just like buy one console and that's it. And yeah. so it does affect, I mean, but then again, like that's, uh, I don't know. Like it, it allows, one. the thing I do like is that, that it allows a little more investment in titles that either A, you know, like wouldn't necessarily uh, get um, the, the funding uh, from a third-party developer out there. Um, mm-hmm. Something like Ori and the Blind Forest, or something like that, um, mm-hmm. and then it also like allows uh, for games like Halo Infinite to take you know six years to develop. You know, knowing yeah. that you know this yeah. is a this is a long term play. Sure, I mean, I guess like it, it also like because of Game Pass, because that is a an interesting model that is is relatively new to the video game marketplace. It allows for as long as you're you're driving like activity on the Game Pass games, like on on your game that's on Game Pass, or as long as you're you're driving activity to Game Pass, like it becomes valuable. And so it's like you can have other experiences. Like I'm thinking of things like um, Grounded, which is like that's not a game for me. I played the little bit of it. it's not a game for me, but it's it's a game that a lot of people play and a lot of people like on that platform. It's not what I would consider like the biggest of big games. Like it's not like a, a quadruple A game, if you will. Um, I would hesitate to even say if it's like a, a, a triple a game and it feels like a lot like a double a kind of a game and, but it still has a room to exist within the Xbox like ecosystem because of game pass, because it brings people into game pass and, and, uh, you know, people go in there and gather with their friends and like they continue to build their base and, and do all these new content drops similar to how like Minecraft works. Um, but you know, it's, it's just a fascinating model that allows for other types of experiences, which is cool. Like, I, I think that's a really cool place to, to be in video gaming whenever it's like, hey, this is a unique, unique type of experience that would probably maybe not have existed if it wasn't being made by an Xbox game studio um, developer because it just wouldn't work otherwise. Like it's not necessarily reasonable to expect people to pay 60 bucks for this game, but it can play it as like their B game while they're playing through this A game on the game pass, you know, um, I've tried so many more games on game pass just because they're there, you know, just cause I'm like, ah, I can download this and just play it. Um, and that's a, that's a good thing. You know, it just keeps me on that service and keeps the, the value there for me. So. Yeah, totally. Um, we'll see, uh, what ends up happening? Hopefully that there. Hopefully we, we uh, get some announcements this year. Um, I'm I'm hoping that like I don't even know who knows what what's going to happen around D three. Yeah, have so they did, the, around there. 
in this event, they confirmed that they're planning a summer game event similar to like last year, um, like around E3, that sort of thing. But they didn't talk about like when they said that they would have new Bethesda game studios uh, games that would be announced during this. And like, be you know, they would talk about a lot of those those details within that event. Um, but they didn't, you know. Other than saying this thing exists, the summer games uh, event ex- exists. They didn't talk anything more about like what what it might necessarily be or when it might be. And that's the news. All right, John, it's time to review WandaVision. Wanda Vision. Um, okay, so uh, if you want to hear our thoughts about, I think the first two episodes, we talked about that a while back. Um, and honestly, like, uh, I say, you know, watch this show. Like I do, you know, say that with a caveat of like, it's going to make way more sense if you've seen, uh, number one, all the Marvel movies, but at least, <laughs> <laughs> at least yes. the last two Avengers movies, Infinity War and Endgame. <laughs> oh, dude. Like if you haven't watched, if you don't know anything about the, like what happens in Endgame and, uh, and Infinity War, like uh, there's no way you like, like you have to watch at least those two movies and to have any a relative understanding of this. And then I hesitate to say it cause like age of Ultron is not a great movie. Um, but you got to kind of watch that too. <laughs> you oh, know? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. You do. Yeah. That's it. There's a lot of stuff that happens in age of Ultron that you need to know as well. Yeah, there's some things that play play in there. Um, I you might also be, you know, happy to watch uh, the X Men First Class. You know. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> if you want to understand, anything, yeah, that would make you know. that would make sense too. Is yeah. it, no, not First Class. Is he in First Class? Oh man, that's a good no, question. It's, I don't think he's there until like it's one of those. The isn't latest. It? It's one. one of the past ones. Oh man, you might be right. Like Days of Future Past or something like that. Yeah, so, uh, I don't even know if he's in Days of Pre- Future Past. <sighs> I can't should, remember which one. You should look that up. All right. Uh, so we're gonna we're, we won't do an extensive. I mean, this is gonna be like I. I mean, watch it. It's Marvel. It's good. It's on Disney Plus. But like, if you haven't seen any of the Marvel movies, this is definitely not the place to start. I keep getting asked asked that by people who haven't. You know, they hear like, "Oh yeah, is is WandaVision good?" Everyone's talking about WandaVision. I'm like, "Have you watched any Marvel movies?" They're like, "No." I'm like, "No, you should not start there." Uh, <laughs> they, I, I think it, they they like the idea of a television series more than a movie or a bunch mm, of movies because it feels yep. more accessible to just jump into something that's just a f- few episodes or like you know, 30 minutes at a time than a bunch of movies. So I get it. Like, and honestly, Mm -hmm. like for Disney's, uh, like first foray into Marvel television shows, this is kind of like a deep cut. Like it's kind of like this is, this is not the place that like your new audience is going to jump in and be like, Oh yeah, I totally get what's going on. And this is awesome. I don't know that they, they, and we've talked about that with the Marvel movies for a while, where like if you just yeah. jump in, half the time you're like, I mean, it would make sense, I guess, but there's so much happening that you kind of can't just jump into the middle of things. Sure, and then, like there is the argument to be made that like it it consistently is like a like a something setting up something else, and so like I'm constantly like being like, well, this is really cool and all. But I wonder how this sets up the next big thing, you know? And so it's like it's right. just this constant cycle of like I'm I'm like 
am I ever really in the moment because I'm constantly thinking about the future? You know, it's like, what, yeah. what is happening? Well, and we can jump into that right now. Let's just go ahead and, uh, well, did you find out which, 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 Days uh, of Future Past oh, is, it is the, is the okay. first one that he shows up in. Um, so that's the one. That's the one you need to watch that. Okay. Also um, in X-Men Apocalypse, never watch that movie. No, no, never. <laughs> it's the worst. No, you don't need it's, to watch it. You could honestly just watch the last 30 minutes of it and you'll know anything that you would ever need to know about that movie. Yeah, I, but you don't know. You don't need to watch no, don't that. E- don't even do that. The music is really good. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember. No, wait, that was it, Dark Phoenix. No, that, that was, yeah, was really Dark Phoenix. Good. Sorry, music, Apocalypse. Yeah. No, don't. Don't Dark even. Dark Phoenix is Hans Zimmer and that's why it's really good. Yeah, Dark Phoenix is real good music. Um, yeah. Um, okay, so uh, we're going to spoil this thing. And five, four, three, two, one. Spoilers, Jonathan. Um. Well, at the end, you find out that Wanda Maximoff actually is a witch, the Scarlet Witch. <gasps> yeah. So, um. So, what we were talking about that made me want to just jump into it is uh, we we're talking about like what is this setup, and so like that's I think my biggest criticism with this entire uh, series slash season mm-hmm. is that it, by the end it does feel like one uh, giant setup for whatever happens next, and like we sure. were driving toward it felt like something a little more uh, consequential than that, and mm-hmm. I know like I'll, you know they're gonna it, it's gonna explain why you know at some point Wanda Maximoff shows up and she's just like crazy powerful and this is how she got the book and this is how she figured it out. But this honestly feels like something that you would watch after a movie to figure out the backstory of this person. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Like and kind of like and filling in the gaps. Yeah, and our big, like, at one point, you and I were talking um, in, I think, maybe a news segment? I can't remember. Uh, but we were talking about, like, the potential for, like, whenever uh, Quicksilver showed up. This is this was a great, great spot for them to possibly pull in the Fox X-Men universe and mm-hmm. at least make it make sense in, sure. th- in, in how it relates to this universe. And they just didn't land that plane. Like, they, and this is the problem I have with it, is, like, they set up your expectations, you know, you, sure. you like, and, and if they've trained us through how much, 10 years of movies, 10 years of mm-hmm. movies that everything they do pays off. Every little tease eventually pays off. And mm-hmm. then this one just ended up being a trick. And it's like, well, that sucks. Cause you've trained yeah. us for the past 10 years to understand. And it's not like you were just breaking expectations. It's like, well, you kind of just like piss me off now. Yeah. I mean, and the thing, the thing about that, so, I'll say this, like that could still pay off, but it should have paid off within the series. Like that's, yes. and that's part of like, that's part of what, um, part of, you know, some of the, my criticism of the Marvel movies is, is that like something like a lot of times these really long form, uh, like these really long arcs of characters pay off, but they don't pay off within the movie that they should pay off in. It's like they set them up in a place and then it like pays off down the line in the next Avengers team up movie. And it's like, Mm, man, I feel like I feel like you know this is almost like you, you mentioned that you, some friends are like oh they would rather watch TV and that's right, but that's almost like what this MCU is is like here's like two hour long episodes of a television show and you just kind of like watch it along down the way until you get to the big team up thing and that's the season finale, um, and that's kind of like where we are here where it feels like we're just kind of like setting things up or where 
I thought we were like on our way to some sort of a uh, big resolution with with Wanda, and I guess we sort of had that, but we never actually got to talk about like what is the, what is the after, uh, aftermath of this? Because like, sure, she like walks out of the town at the end, in you know, and she's like ashamed of her actions, which you know whether or not she knew what she was doing, whenever it happened, you know, that's all arguable. That's part of the whole like. We didn't get a ton of resolution because we don't know if that was on purpose. We did don't we don't really know for sure if it was like an accident or if it was like, you know, what was going on there. Um, and so, but at the end of the day, like we don't have any indication of like, okay, well, what like what does she feel like after knowing like getting this knowledge? How did this affect like her her line of thought? Like what is where is she at at the end of this? Because she just ends up in the cabin out in the middle of nowhere, and there's just like, well, we have massive questions here. Like, and I guarantee that like, what they're trying to do there is like tease a future appearance where it's like she shows up, and we're like, I don't know if she's a good guy or a bad guy. You know, it's like is she is she going to be the villain? Is she going to be the hero here? Does she team up with uh, with? I guess her next appearance is probably in the uh, the next Doctor Strange movie. So it's like, is she going to team up with Doctor Strange or is she going to like go against Doctor Strange? I don't know. And I guess like that's what they're doing at the end of this. And that's why we don't get this like resolution to her character arc, but that's not how like normal stories and narratives work, especially in TV, you know? Yeah. I mean, the payoff just felt super cheap. Like uh, it's kind of like, okay, did she, she let everyone go, but then all of a sudden like, oh, so are we, I'm like, are we supposed to, yeah, like I don't like the ambiguity about like, are we supposed to be rooting for her still, or mm-hmm. is she a bad guy now? And then, and then there's you know the kind of just like uh, weirdness of okay, we're we're all just cool with her trapping this person in this town, you know? Like at least I mean, just mm-hmm. whenever it's honestly as simple as hand 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 her over to Shield and uh, or not Shield sure. Sword. And uh, and let them like take care of her or lock her up or whatever they want to do, you know, to her. Um, there's also like there was no payoff for um, what is Shield's motivation moving forward. Like, what's the whole like point of all of that? Like that kind of never like super landed. Like like right now, it feels like the FBI is m- more like on the good guy's side than Sword is. Yeah, um, definitely, especially because like the head of sword or whatever ended up being like this kind of like right. super super evil guy, and like which we knew from the beginning, but like it didn't have a resolution of like you know, I mean he got locked up, but we didn't have a resolution of like okay, now who's you know such and such is going to take over and they're going to run this thing right, you know, we didn't have that you know vibe going on there at all. It was just like it was left up in the air of like who knows what's going to happen now, you know? Right. Well, and what I wanted was let's see, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing left out there, like. They left Vision. Like what I wanted was like all the okay, okay. A Vision, the fake Vision uh, ended up convincing that the real Vision that he's actually Vision, and mm-hmm. then and he kind of unlocking like, his memories, uh, unlocked his memories, so he became Vision at that point, and then he just disappears. He doesn't go find find Wanda, his true love, and in the in yeah. the in the cabin somewhere. Like that's yeah, that we- that should have been how that got wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, or or how he like. I mean, this is a similar thing to whenever, uh, like, at the end of the Avengers movie, whenever the Hulk like gets in a plane and just like takes off into space or whatever, and it's 
like it's left hanging here where you're like this is setting up something in the future and i don't know that i like that as uh, as much for these characters or for this like for this story that you've been telling over the course of the television show because it's such a it had such emotional moments and it had such good character turns i would love to have seen what they could do if they were trying to actually land the plane because it doesn't even seem like they were trying you know <laughs> they weren't oh, trying no, they to weren't. land these stories well, then, and then the last like and this is maybe there's probably more but the last thing that uh um, or like loose thread was what? What is Monica now, and who is sure. she? What powers does she have? How does she have powers? Because mm-hmm. like that seems to be a result of her going through the hex, which is a spell times, that. Yeah. And you would think that the you know going through the hex, like once the hex is gone and once Wanda's like powers aren't present anymore, that somehow that would make Monica not powerful. But we didn't get any indication either way to that. Um, sure, sure. In the same way that the twins, you know, were a result of the hex, you would mm-hmm. think that Monica's powers were a result of the hex because she didn't, she didn't use them outside of the hex ever. You know, right. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like that was kind of left in in, up in the air, like whether or not she would have those powers moving forward or, or whatever. Um, they rewrote her DNA like three or four times or something like that because she had like went in and she like came back out and then she went back in. And so there's so many things that happened there and, uh, with her that like, I, I don't know if if we're going to have something moving forward with her going on uh, with her powers and that sort of thing the, yeah the her stuff wasn't wrapped up super well it i do know that like they hadn't finished filming this thing before everything shut down because of uh the pandemic and so specifically like thinking about um Darcy her like role in the finale was literally like two seconds long and that felt a little strange oh, when yeah, you, like, you had, you had so much lead up yeah and I think that that's probably because of the whole pandemic thing like because I who you know the scheduling that sort of thing like that last like the final finale had some problems as far as like filming and uh, like they had talked about that at one point where they're like hey we, you know we can't you know we're gonna have to figure out how to schedule the filming for this uh the finale of of wandavision and so you know that may be a casualty of that and maybe it doesn't matter uh but like her character like darcy she's one of my favorites in the mcu and like you know it's just kind of a kind of a bummer to have her around and have her set up this whole thing with vision and then literally have like one line of you know dialogue in the finale and, and nothing wrapped up as far as like she just disappears like oh she didn't you know how she is she doesn't want to be debriefed and it's like well that's unfortunate <laughs> yeah i mean and honestly like to be completely frank that's the least of my like concerns with this like is sure. i mean yeah it sucks that darcy wasn't like there but i'm like i have l- larger problems with like the way that they didn't, I mean, I guess the whole, the only thing they wrapped up was, well, the town is free now. We figured out like what the hex mm-hmm. was and is, and then she got rid of it. And that was the impetus right. for the, the beginning of the series and this and the, the end of the series. And so I, I get it. And that's what the title implied that it was like, you know, all inside this, this hex and this TV show and it was all in her mind and the thing sure. she was creating. Um, I just would love, you know, some of the, the, the it's kind of like lost it's like you want some of the things that they that they opened some of the mystery boxes to actually like make sense and and have mm-hmm. some resolution to them rather than just kick the can down the road and be like mm-hmm. well we'll we'll figure this out hopefully in other movies or shows or something i was sitting there thinking at the end you know like 
I'm like, I don't feel, I mean, and I don't know, has it only been after Infinity War and Endgame, has the only thing that, that technically takes place after that been Spider-Man? Yes. And yeah. then this. Yeah, and, and so, get, so from a timeline perspective here, Chris, though, this is before Spider-Man. Um, oh gosh! So this is this is like a couple, like four weeks or three or four weeks after the uh, the events of of Endgame, and then um, then Spider Man is like I think they reference like a couple of months because whenever the next school year begins, um, so it's like a couple of months later. So it's it's just like the you know they're separated by I don't know you know a, a, a few months. <sighs> Yeah, I like it just it feels so weird that we've gone this long and we still like can't get out out of the shadow of Endgame and we can't actually progress the storyline further than that than this. When is Falcon and Winter Soldier supposed to take place? Do we know? Um, I mean that's still in the after I don't know. That's a good question. Like when does it pick up? Um how how soon after? Like basically does uh do they get the shield? And then then it starts up or whatever. Um, And and I'm not saying we need to get far away from mm -hmm. it. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I don't feel like anything. Like, Spider-Man was kind of wrapping up some things and then opened Mm -hmm. up a weird, you know, like, uh, loose end at the end. And then all this did was open up more loose ends. But it's different than the start of, you know, one of the other. Like, so, I mean, because we we technically ended the Infinity War saga. But so right now, I can't tell what in the world are we talking about. Like, what is the theme for this new era and yeah. it makes zero sense so far and i get i guess like thinking about other phases like of marvel um we have like these distinct kind of moments of like okay well guardians of the galaxy one set up a lot of things that paid off later on in the mcu right but at the time like we had no idea like they were just a bunch of easter eggs or they were just a bunch of like you know random things that happened or you're just dealing with uh gamora or whatever you're not like it's not necessarily just opening these doors of like hey and we're you know who knows what's gonna happen with this thing and that's the end of the movie like it had like a good solid like resolution to guardians one or whatever and so like you have those those unique stories that are self-contained within the f- property. Whereas it, right now it feels less like this is self-contained and more like at the end of this, we just basically started a whole new thing. Maybe it's like in my mind, it's like, okay, that's, that's like kind of what television does. Like at the end of a season that, you know, you're already being renewed for the next one. You just set up the next season at the end of it. But it's, you gotta, you know, well, have those emotional is. beats. Yeah. Like we don't, this couldn't, this might not pay off for years. That's sure. the frustrating part to yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, until so, Wanda's next appearance is gonna be in uh, Doctor Strange, um, but we don't know exactly what that like even looks like. It's the Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Um, so and when does that come out? Let's look at that. I mean, who knows? I feel like it's, point, like it's 2022 or something like that. I'm sure it is. It was supposed to come out like it's. It was. Uh, it's, it's. It was supposed to be sooner, but obviously, like everything's delayed and that sort of thing. We finally have a. Uh, um, Black Widow is going to come out in May, they say. So, uh, let's see. And Black Widow is something in the past. Right, right. Yeah, it's, it, that doesn't even doesn't even deal with any of this. It's more set up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it sets up like basically who's going to be the next Black Widow or like what these characters potentially you know oh we can pull from these for the next Avengers movie or whatever. Uh, let me see. 
Doctor Strange 2. Release date. Release date is March 25th, 2022. So a year from now. Jeez. So that's how long we're looking to wait. All right. Well, it's not what I want, but... Well, I'm gonna have to wait. Didn't for get him. what we wanted, Chris. The things yeah. I do like about the about this overall series, and the reason that I like really liked, I guess the the episodes leading up to this one, um, I did like a lot of like dealing with uh, dealing with her grief and dealing with like Vision under finally figuring out and understanding like what's going on and understanding her. I liked that aspect of it. Um, I am disappointed that that's not the Vision that we're gonna get back whenever we bring back Vision because it's like the new Vision or the Vision with the the I guess the the gray vision that we had is not going to remember or have the memories of WandaVision. You know, that's it's not the same character. No, but he'll be the vision from Infinity War and Endgame, you know. Right, right. But uh it's just it, it's such a such a interesting like oh what does this vision remember which one is this you know um it'll be right. uh, i'm disappointed that we won't have the vision that went through the things from wandavision in uh the mcu i'm excited that we're actually still going to get a vision back because i love uh paul bettany and i love vision um so you know i'm excited that that's going to happen fine you know because i was so worried at the end of uh end game where it's like that character and then gamora and it's just like man these are like literally two of my like kind of you know most looked forward to characters where i was like oh, i was hoping that you know oh, these are going to be the new crew you know this is going to be the people for uh for you know going forward filling in the gaps but for from captain america or whatever for a while yeah and then they die and you're like oh my gosh yeah well and like and i love all these characters so like uh and i'm not saying that i don't want them to come back i also like th- they're it needs there need and I think there's a good reason with this and it makes sense. Sure. And like yeah. a good reason why all of a sudden Vision's back and that you right. know, like they were trying to use him as a weapon, but now he's he's uh not again. But like the thing is they can't do that with everyone. Because mm-hmm. if they do, then it's like we've talked about it before on the show with oh, stuff yeah. like this, then like death means nothing. And right. um like if Tony Stark like comes back to life in a exactly you know, in, <laughs> it's like no Tony Stark, <laughs> no. yeah, if all the rest of them because we already have like I mean we're all going to have to deal with, and I got to figure out, like, we're going to figure out, like, okay, what memories does he have and what what's going on? Like, Loki, like the new Loki, because he's like this Loki uh, from this alternate universe or whatever. Yes, yes, so, yes, like, yes, yes. Uh, they, uh, they can totally get around these those kinds of things in this, uh, in the MCU. But, mm-hmm. like, sometimes I just want, like, to, sometimes you have to just deal with the effects of someone dying. Yeah, yeah. And I think like that's, you know, that's the permanence of that, like is, is fascinating. That's something I really liked about this show. Like the, the, what we had going on was like, and I guess we didn't really see Monica's side of it too much, but, uh, it was like this duality of like Monica lost somebody like in the middle, like, and didn't know it whenever she blipped back where she came back after being, you know, snapped or whatever. It's like, she lost her, her mom or whatever. And it's like, well, that's, that's like terrifying and heartbreaking. And then, you know, this, you know, so she could see the similarities between like, oh man, what's, you know, what's going on with wanda and vision and and all this stuff and you know i don't know i mean it's just like a fascinating thing to deal with within this universe but you're right like if if you immediately start like just bringing people back left and right all the time um it would uh it would kind of negate what any of that means and how much you can kind of uh draw from 
you know, that into, you know, dealing with things in, in, in the real world. Yeah. Um, I, when I, did, uh, you know, you were talking about things that you like. I did like, I mean, I loved the TV series, you know, like idea. Dude. I loved like all the Whenever set they pulled the, work, the, the, the modern family thing, the modern yeah. family thing. I was just like, holy cow, this is amazing. Yeah. The direct, direct to camera kind of stuff. And, um, I, I mean, I think like the idea of what happened was really cool. The fact that like, you know, uh, Agatha was basically beat by just some random th- piece of information. She told Wanda yep. and, um, I mean, I like I like everything that they did in it. I just don't like mm-hmm. how they wrapped things up as a series. It didn't feel good as a wrap up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I feel like they just didn't end it. Like they they uh, like they didn't try to land the plane. They just kind of like left it hanging up there. You know, it's circling yeah. circling the runway. But I um, like every, everything that they did, and every, like I'm 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 intrigued, and I'm excited about the things they set up too. Um, and agreed. so, like, I think there was a lot agreed. of good here. And uh, I think that, you know, like moving forward, I'm excited about the Marvel TV shows. Yeah. And I think that this opens the door, like, because it's such a strange way of storytelling, because this one in particular was such a, like, because early on, I was just like, oh man, we're, we're getting weird with it. We're getting strange. It's because we're doing the, the television thing. And then all of a sudden, you know, we have the big twist with Agatha and then, oh my gosh, that was like shocking to me anyway. Cause like she winks at the camera during one of the things early on. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is like, this is, uh, you know, she's been telling us all along that she's, she's not a p- part of the programming or whatever. Anyway, but the, uh, the, the overall like storytelling, it opens the door for like, I don't, I, dude, I don't know what's going to happen with uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Like it could, it could be just completely off the wall um, and, and outside of my expectations. Um, and that would be fine. That would be, it's just a new era of Marvel storytelling. And that's kind of cool. Like it's exciting. I, yeah. And I, I kind of hope that one's pretty straightforward. That's just me. I kind of, I kind of like, okay, let's get a straightforward sh- show here for a second mm-hmm. and then come back to the crazy weird stuff <laughs> that's yeah, my I mean, that's my feeling and we do have like the what if kind of stuff coming down the line later on this year um and so you know that i feel like that's where they'll kind of put the rest of the kind of strange uh stuff going on um yeah i, I you know i don't see the falcon and winter soldier thing necessarily being more this way like super strange like i uh like this show but i you know it, it could be <laughs> Anything's possible. What if what if right. shows up in that show, Chris? You want to rate this thing? Oh, that'd be crazy. <laughs> She's like the next door neighbor again. Good grief. <laughs> uh, oh, let, let's good. let's rate this. Uh, All what right, would you man, give I this rate... whole season series? Man, the whole series had such highs and such you know such like you know lows at the end like, there with the the expectations. I feel like I'm gonna rate this thing a solid seven uh good you know yeah that's where i was at with it too like i mean early on i would have given this thing like a straight up nine nine point five but like super not happy with like the way it ended hard agree hard agree like that's it's just kind of like the last episode literally the last episode yeah Yeah. it did a lot of work but it didn't do all the work that it needed to do (laughs) yeah all right, well, um, we'll be back next week, hopefully reviewing Tom and Jerry. I'll probably try to watch that over the weekend, and uh, we'll review that before it goes off and leaves. Um, I think it leaves uh, HBO Max on the 28th. Um, and then uh, the Just League um, Snyder Cut after that. You can find us online at StayOnTargetPodcast.com on social at ChrisWright250. And JohnWright777. And at StayOnTargetPod. Please go to your podcast service of choice, review us, tell your friends about us. We really appreciate it. 
That's it for this week. We'll see you next time on Stay on Target. Target.